Welcome to Bonding, a kinky podcast hosted by me, Sarah Butcher, aka Sub in the City. I'm a BDSM coach, kink educator, and proudly collared submissive, with over a decade of experience on the BDSM scene. I'm on a mission to bring BDSM into the 21st century and empower curious kinksters like yourselves to consciously explore what BDSM means to you. In this podcast, you'll hear me talk about all things kink. So whether you're new to the scene or you're a long-standing member of the community, welcome kinksters. I'm looking forward to bonding with you. Hello kinksters, welcome back to the pod. I want to talk to you about the term conscious kink. What the hell is it and how do you practice it? Because I get the feeling that a lot of people throw around the term conscious these days in contexts where it feels like it's a representation of being woke and the word itself becomes a little bit contrived and almost a bit intimidating giving off this feeling of privilege or woo-woo-ness that I can feel can be a little bit off-putting for some people and so I want to break this down and I say this because I have experienced this myself As a BDSM coach and educator, it's not just those outside of the sexual wellness space that turn their noses up at kink as a conscious practice, but those within it as well. Some of you may have already heard my story last year about when I had a stall at a spiritual and wellness festival, where I was met by a bunch of angry, holistic practitioners who strongly believed I had no place in the spiritual realm. I even had a Tantra practitioner snub me when I said that kink and Tantra have a lot in common. The response I got was that we were not the same. And it's not the first time I've felt this snobbiness from those within the spiritual and wellness space. And I do think the word conscious has become a bit of a buzzword. I myself for a long time would question whether I could even call what I did conscious kink because I'm not walking around in white linen trousers, drinking cacao and talking like a Zen Buddhist. However, this was where I noticed that I had huge imposter syndrome when it came to talking about something I know and feel and understand so deeply, yet I was doubting my own experiences purely because it doesn't necessarily meet someone else's understanding or perception of it. And I'm sure I'm not alone in this. And so really this episode is for those of you who feel like you're out of the loop sometimes or that your way of practicing kink is not the right way. I want you to know that I see you and you are not alone. And going back to the main question, what is conscious kink? In my opinion, all kink is conscious kink. It has to be for it to really, truly give you the experiences you desire. Being conscious in any action is simply being aware of our surroundings. And awareness is something that comes part and parcel of any BDSM activity. Those that practice kink even in its simplest form, are already working at a level of intention and awareness that perhaps not all people are when it comes to sex. And so there's a lot that society in general could learn from the kink community when it comes to living a more conscious lifestyle as a whole. So by definition, we are all practising conscious kink most of the time. And I say most of the time because when we're not, we will most certainly feel that something is off. That could be a stuckness, a sadness, or a general feeling of no longer knowing what you want from kink. And it is then that we revisit our practices such as negotiation, reflection, communication, 
all these conscious activities to bring us back to the present moment and aware of our desires, our partner's desires, and what we want to cultivate from our BDSM and kink experiences. So if you're listening to this podcast, congratulations, you're practicing conscious kink right now by choosing to develop your awareness of this interest of yours and learn more about yourself. It's as simple as that. Ultimately, the exploration of conscious kink is the desire to delve deeper into your kinks, your why, and how you want to feel, not only on a physical level, but on a psychological, physiological, emotional, and spiritual level too. Now, to add to this, I do personally believe BDSM and kink to have this added layer of spirituality to it. But this is a layer that can be accessed or not, depending on your individual beliefs and interests. And when I say spiritual... I mean that the conscious nature of BDSM and kink, for me, provides an avenue to experience higher levels of altered levels of consciousness, such as subspace. You can go back to a previous episode if you want to learn more about subspace. A deeper level of intimacy and connection to my partner and a source of peace and mindfulness within myself. Many of you who have been to my workshops will know that I often refer to dominant and submissive dynamics as an energy exchange, a power play between masculine and feminine energies, mixing both the yin and the yang of our personalities to create exciting BDSM scenes. Now again, this approach isn't for everyone, and when I talk about it in this way, I'm not referring to gender, I'm referring to our energy. Everyone has opposing energies, and these can influence where our kinky interests lie. For example, I am someone who lives and works heavily in my masculine energy. I'm busy running my own business, I'm often leading and making decisions, but when I submit, I allow myself to lean into my feminine energy, to surrender, let go, and allow my partner to take care of me, which is a beautiful and beneficial thing to me, not just from a sexual perspective, but in many areas of my life. Practicing this art of surrender through kink has allowed me to develop the ability to slip into this slower, gentler energy in my everyday life in times where perhaps I need to take a step back, de-stress. It's given me the ability to communicate my needs and set boundaries in other contexts besides the bedroom. It really has added richness to all aspects of my world. Does this sound delicious or what? We learn so much from kink. And in putting in the time to understand our desires and our partner's desires, in practicing aftercare and debriefing on our experiences, which, by the way, are all non-negotiables in the world of kink, we are inadvertently doing shadow work. We are coming face to face with parts of ourselves that perhaps we feel scared of, ashamed of, resistant to, and what's more, we're allowing those parts of us to be seen by another human being. Tell me this is not conscious spiritual work. Tell me. Honestly, if only everyone knew that embracing your kinks, whether they be sexual or not, is what can set you free. The kink community are possibly some of the least judgmental, welcoming, kind, free and liberated individuals on the planet. And you are one of them too. So that is my little thought piece for today, for this week. And if you want to dive a little bit more into this delicious consciousness even further, then I'd love for you to join me on Thursday the 29th of June in London for an evening of Conscious Kink, where I will be delivering a workshop on how you can consciously connect to your kinky desires. 
This will be an evening of exploring the psychological and sensual side of BDSM with something to ignite all of your senses. I'll pop the link in the show notes if you'd like to find out more and tickets are still on early bird sale for a little while longer. So I hope to see you there. Thank you so much for tuning in as always and I will see you in the next episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your friends. And if you want to continue to consciously explore your kinks, be sure to check out my upcoming workshops and events at subinthecity.com forward slash events or book your one-to-one BDSM exploratory session with me today at subinthecity.com forward slash booking. Thank you.